2: Welcome, everyone, to the New Year's Eve edition of the From the Shadows podcast. I am your host, not Dick Clark, but Shane Grove. And with me, as always, is the is as close to Ryan Seacrest as it gets, the super producer, Jason.
3: Greetings, everyone.
2: I'm kind of disappointed, Jason. You should have given it the old three, two, one, like the countdown. No, since this this is the New Year's Eve show, I mean,
3: well, the ball is still up high right now, so don't worry about
2: (laughs) it. Well, well, we want to welcome all our listeners. Um, I you know, I'd like to say so it is already the new year somewhere in the world for some of our listeners, it is, it it is, it is, but for those who it's, uh, it's still New Year's Eve. Thank you for uh, spending your New Year's Eve with us. Um, And all that tells me is that you either couldn't get the reservation at the place that you really wanted or nobody likes you and you're just sitting at home all by yourself. (laughs) Like me and Jason will be doing (laughs) on New Year's Eve. (laughs) Right. I'm assuming. I mean, I don't know. Am I dragging you down with me, Jason? Yeah,
3: yeah, I won't be going anywhere.
2: No, some, be going of, any- some of
3: us have work to do. The producer's it's, work is never done, unfortunately. Producer's
2: work is never done. Well, we hope we hope everybody's recovered from last weekend and Christmas and, and opening gifts and spending a lot of time with family and stuff. And um, if you if you are listening to us on your way out to celebrate, please celebrate safely. Um if you're listening to this after um, the New Year's, then then I guess you did celebrate safely and happy new year, right, Jason?
3: That's right. That's what I was happy gonna new say. Year. Congratulations on another safe one behind you.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I mean, as we look back on our year in review, um, I you know, we've had a pretty exciting year at the From the Shadows podcast. We've got we've done some things that we um, probably never saw coming, um and we're part of some we're gonna be part of some things in the new year that we never saw coming so we're glad everybody uh that listens to us is going on the ride with us doing some of this uh, cool stuff so
3: yeah we really do appreciate your support everybody and yeah, uh we really do let's get on let's uh let's get this guest going this sounds great. You're going to love yeah, this because, everybody.
2: Because because I know she wants to get out and party. So, um, because after all, we've already established her ties to cool and the gang and their greatest hit <laughs> celebration is um, is a is a must song on New Year's Eve. So, joining us from uh, South Bend, Indiana is Joanna. Welcome, Joanna. Hello.
4: Hi. Thank you.
2: Thank you for so, coming
3: on the show, Joanna. We appreciate yes. it.
2: Yes. Thank you. Thank you for spending New Year's Eve with us.
4: Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure it'll be super fun.
2: <laughs> Jason, I don't think she sounds very excited. I, I, I don't know. I don't oh, know. Oh, sure she is. Sure she is. Tell you what, we're
3: going to hand her the reins, and we're going to just sit back, <laughs> and we're going to turn it over to her.
2: So, 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 Joanna. We're going to put the spotlight Mm -hmm. on you right now. And so, so if you want to tell our listeners how, how you came to to find us, which I think is a funny story and, um, in and of itself and, and then let's, and let's hear about your experience. All right. Uh,
4: well, I found you guys, I, you know, I'm a West fan. I listen in a Sasquatch Chronicles religiously. And so I was on their page, and <clears throat> West shared a link to one of your episodes. And uh, this lady commented on it, like, clearly upset by you guys, I think, and upset about your humor, which she made it sound like it was horrible and offensive. And so I was like, I have to check this out because I love horrible, offensive humor. So it's got to be good. So I right away listened, and I've been listening ever since.
2: So you're admitting that our humor is offensive and terrible.
4: You know, I don't don't even find it that offensive. But I guess, you know, if you're not a funny person, it's offensive. (laughs) I don't know.
3: Well, thank you for uh, well, coming on board and being a part of the From the Shadows podcast family,
2: Joanna. <laughs> I oh, mean the all not- the, the the only thing oh. we've ever done offensive is the live stream of Jason without a shirt on, but that oh. is, that was <laughs> that got cut off quick, and we moved on. We moved on. We had a psyche oh, going that day.
3: It. Yeah, we had a psyche going that day. She called me out. Oh.
0: oh.
2: <laughs> oh, you haven't heard yeah. that you haven't heard that episode yet where she 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 no. says she's oh my god it's fantastic she says you know one of you guys is not is naked or at least not wearing a shirt and she goes
4: Really?
2: Yeah and she goes it's you isn't it Jason and he he just goes <laughs> Yeah I'm not
3: wearing It's <laughs> <laughs> like what
2: I'm in the studio. Total. I don't have to be. Wow. Oh, I didn't know we had a hot tub in the studio. I have to admit, so <laughs> yeah, I need to hang out in the studio. You
3: don't. You don't need to know about that.
2: <laughs> Jeez. So yeah. So so, Joanna, you're a big fan of Wes's, which everybody, you know, everybody that is into Bigfoot is, I think. I mean, if you really want to hear some good stuff, so what made you? become a fan of Wes's.
4: Um, so basically, uh, the summer of 2020, um, I'm from, uh, I'm from Chicago originally. We live in South Bend. We're city people. But a few years back, we discovered the Western upper peninsula of Michigan. And we like to go up there and camp. we've always camped. And so, um, For the last few years, we go up to the UP and camp. We tent camp. And so summer of 2020, we were up there tent camping and kind of doing our usual stuff. And um, we went to this little beach that's kind of like tucked away in the woods that really only the locals know about. Um, And so we went there and uh, we found these huge footprints, like huge. And my husband is a size 13 shoe. And these footprints were at least three or four inches bigger than his. And so we were just kind of like, oh, that's weird. And, you know, we joked around, oh, maybe there's a Bigfoot, you know. And um, so we just kind of laughed it off because... Bigfoot really didn't exist in our world. Like we had in Chicago, nobody talks about Bigfoot or, you know, it just doesn't exist. And so we laughed it off and carried on. And, um, a little bit later, I think it might've been the next day we went hiking and up in the UP where we are, people just pull over on the side of the road and walk into the woods and you can just go, you know? And so we found a little opening to a trail on the side of the road near our campground, and pulled over and we're like, let's go check it out. So we walked into the woods and it was along the beach too, and we had our two kids with us. They're nine and eleven, and so we were hiking and um, it was really eerie in there. It wasn't, didn't sound or feel like it usually did in the woods. It was really quiet. Um, I just felt, I don't know how to explain it. I just felt weird. I felt creeped out. I didn't really feel good there, but we kept going and, um, we were walking a good, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes down this trail and all out of nowhere, we heard this growl and it was like this super deep, it wasn't loud, but it was deep and got to roll this, it stopped us completely in our tracks and we froze and it was just the one growl and we stopped and listened and it was still dead silent. And so my husband was like, turn around, you know, and just start walking out of here. So me and my two kids started walking out and he walked behind us, but facing behind us, you know what I mean? yeah 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 so he was facing behind us, so that if it was a predator, whatever you know he's turned around, and so i I could not get out of there fast enough, and I'll still say to this day, I've never felt that kind of fear in in my life because at that hearing the size of that growl that we could feel it, I realized I couldn't protect my kids from whatever that was, you know. And I felt really helpless. And um, so we got the hell out of there. And, again, we didn't really think about it or talk about it. It was kind of like, what was that? You know, that was not a bear and that was not a mountain lion. I have no clue what that was. But we carried on with our day. And now that I it say it sounds kind of dumb, we decided to continue hiking and so we went down the road a little bit to, it's called Sugarloaf Mountain. And it's a pretty popular um, spot to hike and stuff. And again, it's it's all on, along Lake Superior. So we were hiking, it was like the middle of the day. And we're hiking up and as we got closer to the top, I was walking with my daughter and my husband was walking with my son and we kind of split up a little bit and so my daughter and I could hear this breathing grunting I can't even explain what it was but it was this super deep rhythmic I want to say growling but at the same time it was just a lot very breathy and so we stopped and we listened and it was coming from the woods obviously and so we were both just kind of stopped and you know, put, pointed our ears to the woods and listened, and it just kept going, and um, we, it was pretty bizarre, but um, there were some other people walking up the trail, and we asked, I asked them, I was like, what is that? And they said they didn't know, so I was like, okay, well, whatever, nobody else seems concerned. So we kept hiking up, and as we got to the top, we heard this sound that my husband later described as um, somebody hitting a tree with a hollow piece of wood, which at the time meant nothing to us. You know, we had never heard of wood knocks or anything, but that's what it sounded like. And we could not figure out where it was coming from. I mean, we're in this super remote part of the UP. There's nobody around. There's nothing there's the lake and then the woods and we could not pin it down. And so we just listened for a while and it would kind of stop and start. Um, and we look, it wasn't the boats. There was nothing. So we were pretty confused by it, but I mean, what are you going to do? So we carried on with our game. Well, a few months later, I have a, I had a client who I've known for years and he has a podcast. And so somehow we got, I think he was doing an episode on Bigfoot. And so he, I mentioned the footprints we saw and I was kind of laughing about it. And he's like, well, let me see them. Cause I took pictures of them cause they're so huge. So I sent them to him and he was like, uh, those might not be human. And I just kind of like, was like, okay, whatever, you know? And he's like, no, really. And they were, the footprints were in like a straight line. You know what I mean? They weren't side by side really. And there was a few feet in between each track, which at the time I didn't know meant anything, but he pointed that out to me. And he was like, you know, it could have been a Bigfoot. And um, I just kind of, whatever. Still didn't mean anything to me. And so then he kept trying to tell me, get more information from me about it, about what we saw in the woods and everything. And so he was finally like, okay, all right. Listen to my podcast and just see, and listen to other podcasts, just listen to people's encounters. So I listened to his podcast and then that's when I found Sasquatch Chronicle because someone, I'd heard it mentioned somewhere and popped it on. And I think I probably listened to it for like 12 hours the first day. And um, I heard about wood knocks and I heard about the sounds they make, the growling, the grunting, you know, the tracks. And so little by little, as I listened every day, I started kind of piecing it together. And I didn't say anything to my husband at the time because I was still of the mentality that Bigfoot really doesn't exist. Um, But all these things we heard and saw and experienced, we were hearing that, I was hearing that in like every encounter I was listening to. There was some element, uh, shared element. And so I started talking to my client, Eric, more about it. And asking him questions and, you know, learning more about Bigfoot. And kind of very slowly came to the conclusion that, well, why couldn't Bigfoot exist? Why couldn't there be Sasquatch? I I couldn't think of any reason, couldn't think of any logical reason as to why it could not exist. You know, they're biological creatures and they eat and they sleep and poop and hunt and everything like that so when I couldn't give myself a reason to deny their existence that's when I kind of really opened up my mind and um so I did finally eventually mention it to my husband and we had never talked about Bigfoot so I didn't know if he believed in them or not And I mentioned it to him, and he was like, yeah, maybe it was. So he kind of surprised me with how open to it he was. And so then um, Eric, um, he introduced me to a guy named James Lady, who he runs the Michigan Aboriginal Project. And he spends all his time up in the very same woods as we were in, And he's up there all the time researching and recording and taking pictures. And that's what he does. And I couldn't believe, I, I mean, first off, I couldn't believe there was another person who even knew where we were because nobody's ever been able to point on a map to where we go camping because it's so remote. Well, how, how many? You,
2: you told me the other day, what is there 31 people?
4: There, well, yeah, in the big in the big bay, it's one hundred and eighty-three, I think.
2: One hundred and eighty-three. Okay, okay. Yeah, I and that's it. that's the population of the nearest town. Yeah,
4: yeah. Okay, yeah. and the the town, you know, is use that word loosely because it really it's, all that there is is this gas station, but it's also a grocery store and it's also a coffee shop and a laundromat. You know what I mean? Like it's all in oh, yeah.
2: because
4: that's it. That's the spot. You go for And you could
2: probably rent you could probably rent some VHS tapes. And <laughs> yeah. Buy some buy some lottery tickets. And that's
4: yeah, you could do it. You could they brought uh putt <laughs> I mean they got everything at this they one got little
2: putt-putt. spot. Oh they see sure now do. you're just talking you're just talking crazy <laughs> now. <I'm> Expect us <laughs> to believe they have putt putt up there. Yeah. That's putt-putt. so so I get it. I mean, yeah, that's you're way up there. So so this gentleman the, the lady, the lady guy. Lady. Kind
4: of yeah. Yeah.
2: So, so what kind of, um, encounters and experiences that he, did he, has he had or that he has cataloged that are similar to like, how about the footprints? Cause I've seen the picture. You, you sent me the picture of the footprints. And right. so did he, has he, does he also have other pictures on the beach of possible footprints and stuff or
4: he doesn't he doesn't I haven't seen any from the beach. He really spends his time in the woods on uh, I think typically on the other side of the highway. There's just one road, you know, and we're on the lake side and he's on the other side. But it's the same woods. He he actually camps at the campground we camp at. But um he has a ton of audio. And I remember after my husband and I talked to him, James Lady, he's like, just check out the stuff on my YouTube. So I did. And he has all these recordings of howls and growls and all that. he's got tons of them. And I remember we clicked one and it was a growl. And we both kind of froze and looked at each other because it triggered the memory. It was the exact same growl we heard and it like triggered something you know when you're like oh holy shit and uh so we were kind of shocked by that and again it just it's like every little piece coming together kind of solidified you know believing that what we encountered was sasquatch and so yeah so James Lady has a ton it's mostly audio he does have a, ton, a lot of photographs of structures he's found um, in the woods up there. So it's mostly audio and, and photos of their structures. But um, so from there, after we heard that growl, and I was kind of like, okay, this is, you know, this really could be it. Uh, we looked at the BFRO website and found, a, <laughs> found I think, three. Encounters, one from on Sugarloaf Mountain, which is where we heard the wood knocks and the breathing, grunting. Another one from near where we were hiking when we heard the growl. And then another one, you know, down a little more. But two of the three encounters were literally right where we were when we had both encounters. And our encounters were the same day, like like an hour apart you know, they, it was really close together.
2: So I, and, and I don't, and you guys have, now this is a place you guys go, have gone year after year after year.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. We're there every summer.
2: Okay. So how many people like you're going during the summer, which is probably peak time for out of towners. Right. How many people are even camping there when you guys go there?
4: I mean, it's a pretty tiny campground. Um I'm not really sure how many campsites there are. But even like when we went this past summer there was almost nobody there. So it's really kind of hit or miss, but it's not a real big busy campground.
2: Also, you know? so and, the, the point I'm trying to get to that is there's not that many people camping or even hiking probably there, but yet yeah, look at Yeah how many experiences there are for how few people like if yeah. you've had an experience and there's four and there's three other that have been reported. Well, how many, I mean, go unreported. How, how many go unreported and you're not talking about 10,000 people going through there probably in right. the summer, you know, it's not a national park. So. Right.
4: Yeah. No. And that's the thing is, you know, we have always seen up there like people have Bigfoot signs in their properties, and you know it's built Bigfooty up there, which we always just thought was just because they were up in the north, you know.
2: Now, Joanna, and, jo- Joanna, if you're gonna be if you're gonna be in the Bigfoot family, it's it's squatchy up there.
4: Oh,
0: don't say, okay. It's,
2: don't say Bigfooty; <laughs> I, you might have offend <laughs> <seen> somebody. <laughs> It's oh God! Gonna, Can you edit that out? No! Oh I'm no, edit no, that no! No! Out. I no! No! This want to is
4: get, you know eaten alive. I'm.
2: It, listen. I think I think the lady who um, maybe the lady will get on uh, Sasquatch Chronicles if West shares this episode and just say, "Oh my God, I can't believe Joanna misspoke that way."
4: <laughs> I know. know. I, I'm sure. Yeah. If I'm going to get torn apart, it'll be in, in, from Wes's people.
2: <laughs> wait, 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 wait! We love Wes's people. Let's not. I, I am Wes's people. Hey, hey! Just, just full disclosure: the lady that was tearing us apart was a from the shadows podcast person too. She yeah, listened to all. Our,
4: crazier.
2: She listened to all our shows. Was a member of our our Facebook pages. And,
4: so weird. Uh,
2: I know. It's like, no, it like she knew me. It's like she really, really did know
4: people, me. I've yeah. met a lot of cool people on, you know, his Facebook hey, page, so
2: I'm
4: not saying
2: hey, anything bad. But. Oh, no, no. Wes is, Wes is fantastic. He has, um, and I've said it a million times, I'll say it again, he's done so much for our show, bringing us a, a much bigger audience than we might even have if uh, he didn't, you know, tell people about right. us. So we're totally appreciative of, I mean, we yeah. got you. Yeah. you're top you notch. Of right. us. Yeah. We so, yeah. so now, so you've listened, you've gone and listened to those audio tapes by the, uh, I got, I got to keep saying lady guy. Cause that just sounds funny.
4: Um, <laughs> <James> lady. <laughs> the lady,
2: the yeah. lady fellow, the lady gentleman. Right. Um,
4: That's the one.
2: So, I mean, think about this. You could have been listening to the exact same creature that you heard.
4: Right. And that's what freaked both of us out because we instantly recognized it. You know, out of all the growls we were listening to, that one we both recognized right away.
2: So so you guys are for being city slickers are, are pretty you know, you go camping, you go hiking. So what made you think though right away that it wasn't a bear or a mountain lion or a cougar or something like that?
4: Just the sound of it, the you know, just the sound. It wasn't
2: Have you have you heard those other animals out there while you've been camping and hiking or not?
4: No, not out there. Okay. Um but we've seen we've seen wolves. We saw wolves there before. But the In the summertime, one of the local park workers we met um, a couple years ago, he said the bears really kind of stay away in the summer because there's so many people, and I'm doing quotation marks. um,
2: More people than they're used to.
4: Yeah, exactly. And he said they go up into the mountains and hide basically during the summer because there's too many humans. And there hasn't been a cougar sighting since I don't know. It's been a, there's only been two up there, and uh, it's been a while. And it just didn't sound like one, you know. Yeah. I mean, this was like so deep. It's a, you know what I can compare it to? It is an alligator growl. Oh my! Is what it mm, sounded yeah. like.
2: It's definitely not an alligator. I'm familiar was, with the alligator growl.
4: I promise you it's not a, It is alligator. Now, every time I, I mean, hear it, it like gives me chills because that's what it sounded like. But that's what it sounded like. It was really low.
3: They kind of resonate and through you.
4: Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It was, man, it was scary. It was really scary. But, yeah, that's what the growl sounded like. And then when we heard that growl on YouTube, it was like, okay, that is... That's it, you know, and it took us, it took like a year for me to like accept the fact that it was probably a Bigfoot, you know, because it's like your mind, you don't want to, you have to retrain your brain to yes. believe something that you thought didn't exist. So it's, it's hard to like co- come to terms with that, I guess, unless you have a visual fighting of one, you know. To you have to put the pieces together. It took me a while to be able to say what I'm saying now. I mean, my husband and I didn't even talk about it for like nine months. We never mentioned it to each
2: other. So, so let me ask. So, how old are your kids?
4: Uh, my kids are now uh, uh, ten and twelve.
2: They're so, 10 were they now? Were they old enough at the? Well, that's only been a couple of years ago, right? The year yeah, and a half they ago. were
4: just just 9 and 11. Yeah, summer time. So,
2: so did they have any reaction to what was going on or were they just oblivious? Not.
4: Yeah, no. And I think it's cuz my husband and I played it so cool because they were there. And we didn't panic or tell we didn't outwardly say you should be scared. You know, we wanted to keep yeah. them calm and so, but they do remember everything we heard and they do remember the footprints, but they don't remember being afraid and they don't remember us being afraid. But it's funny because they were, I remember they were laughing at me and making fun of me when we were leaving because I was speed walking, you know? <laughs> and they were like teasing me, like, look at mommy. I'm like, man, if only you knew. But, so, so, yeah, so I do remember the sounds.
2: So have they, have they heard you guys classify that experience as, as a possible Bigfoot experience? Yeah,
4: now they have, yeah.
2: And what is, yeah. what, I mean, what do they know about Bigfoot? Because, I mean, I remember what I knew about Bigfoot at 10 and 11, you know. Right, well,
4: they knew, they didn't know anything if I asked them, you know, two years ago, what what is Bigfoot, or what does Bigfoot look like, they couldn't tell you. Good but grief! Now, what are they
2: What are they teaching kids in school these days? That's a shame.
4: I mean, we are in Indiana. So.
2: <laughs> a, Indiana <laughs> Indy has a lot of sightings. Trust me. Too. I mean, I'm yeah, sure you.
4: Yeah, not. Yeah,
2: I'm sure. So it's now. Did you go back this summer to that same place?
4: We did. Yeah, we did. Uh, we did not go hiking.
2: <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. You, we did not. Okay. So, I mean, because it's kind of fresh and new. And, I mean, listen, we, most of the times when we hear sightings, there's not really kids involved with parents. Either kids right. have, either somebody's telling a sighting they had as kids or right. it's adults telling us, it's never you know, so yeah. how does that how does that change then your feelings about going out there and camping or well, I mean going out there and hiking I'm, I'm
4: yeah, sorry. that's one of the frustrating things Is I mean, I'm also scared of a bear or mountain lion, you know yeah. but apparently mm-hmm. we're more likely to run into a Sasquatch than a bear where we go but just I that feeling I felt when we were getting out of there of panic and not being able. I remember just I kept thinking to myself as we were getting out of the the woods, thinking I could not I could not protect my kids right now. There's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can do to protect them from whatever's out here. And um, you know that feeling has stayed with me and it sucks because they love the UP. They love hiking. They love the mountain, you know? And so I'm the one who's kind of like, I don't know if we should do it. But then again, you know, Bigfoot, it doesn't sound like Bigfoot really just attacks people or kids from all the encounters I've heard.
2: It, it doesn't. And, um, What's kind of and I think Jason will the episode that will have played on Christmas Eve mm-hmm. um has some really interesting encounters from that eyewitness mm-hmm. that uh that <laughs> I absolutely you know, make sure you check it out. <laughs> yeah, make sure you, so when Not it comes to well. when it comes to kids and some of the uh um, some of the, yeah, it's, it's inter- it's interesting. We're having this conversation with you and your thoughts and, and stuff from what we just, from what we oh. literally just heard. So, well, um, now
4: I can't wait to hear it.
2: <laughs> so, so is your husband? Is he more like, yeah, let's go. What can, what's worse can happen? I, I mean,
4: no, because he must, he's, he's, he's like me, I think. He wasn't, he didn't suggest hiking this last summer. But um, I think it's just a matter of being better prepared mentally and, you know, and just being like, okay, we're going to go do this. I mean, there's no reports of a family of four going missing, you know, on these trails. And so I think it's, he's kind of, I think, in the same boat as I am. He's probably a little more willing to go back there than I am right now, but I know I can't just, I mean, that's what we do. We go up there and we're we're going to be buying land up there. So it's like, I just, I have to get over it. You know, I know I do for their sake, especially because I don't want to, I don't want to stop them from doing something they love because of my fears. Cause they're kind of like, if there's Bigfoot, whatever. You know, they're not good
2: at all. I love it. I love it. And I'm like,
4: say that now. But they listen to your show, and they listen to um, Sasquatch Chronicles and stuff when they're at work with me. So um, they actually have a pretty good job.
2: Who's who's their favorite, me or Jason? I just want to know.
4: They told me I can't answer that.
2: Oh, man. They told me I'm not allowed to answer that. Jason, <laughs> she's gonna say the Ozark Howler. That's what she was gonna say. That he is the favorite. I mean, that's my favorite. <laughs> Listen, insane. he he's everybody's favorite. We know. Jason and I know. He's, he's hilarious. He's well, my basement. husband
4: has never heard your guys' podcast. And when I told him we were gonna do this, he pulled up your podcast and I was like, put on one of the howler episodes.
2: Oh dear God. And
4: I was Like, you'll like him. So we were listening to that. He's funny. <laughs>
2: I know, I listen, I know my role with him is just to play the straight man and, and, right. and give, put it on a tee what for him. Because that's right. He's he's going to do it anyway. So I just got to let him right. I'm just going to let him do it. But, uh, no,
4: I love it.
2: So you're going to buy land. You're going to buy land up there, yeah.
4: huh? Yeah, that's uh, our goal is to buy a property up there where we can just go in the summer and the fall, you know, and I'm like, what if it's squatchy, you know?
2: Ooh, and, I like but it. Then I'm like, I like it.
4: I'm like, I'm like what am I going to do? Just never go back because...
3: No, that's going to be perfect if it's squatchy. No, <laughs> well, yeah, well, I, I said
4: what I'll do, we'll rent that, rent it out to, you know, the Bigfoot, uh, what do they call themselves? Researchers. Mm-hmm. And we can lease it out to them when we're not there.
2: <laughs> there you go, perfect.
4: So, Make calls to their heart's content.
2: Well, I th- I think the the um, one really amazing thing is how you just were oblivious and had no clue what this no, was.
4: No. no, I I mean I saw Harry and the Hendersons when I was a kid, and then never thought of it again. I mean, no, I had never seen the Patterson Gimlin film. Actually, I n- I never heard of Patty. Until this last year no wow. nothing I mean I didn't know it existed until this year and I you know I really didn't know anything about it it just like I said in Chicago nobody's talking about Bigfoot and anything like yeah. that so it just wasn't in our vocabulary and even wow. when we moved here which is a little more a little more country where we are but Still, you know nobody really talks about if we go over the border to Michigan we're right on the Michigan border you know yeah, yeah. But over there everybody knows about Bigfoot but it, um,
2: and and Dogman don't sell Dogman and
4: Dogman right can't forget him he's always come second to Bigfoot
2: but well, the, high, yeah, the so, further up you get the further up you get in Michigan that's dog, that becomes Dogman territory so
4: yeah, well, I don't know. I'll, I'll cross that dogman when I get to it. <laughs> I have to come to grips with Bigfoot first.
2: Yes, but, yes. Uh,
4: but then I found there was a sighting in South Bend. A Bigfoot sighting in South Bend. And I was just
2: back. There what There was? Like within the city yes,
4: limits? Within the city limits.
2: Are you sure it wasn't wasn't just Rudy trying to get a second chance at attention?
4: Rudy is like five foot nothing and a (laughs) hundred nothing. It could have been him. But yeah, well, you know, the middle of South Bend is like a city, but the outskirts of the city are country. So where the sighting was, it's near some, some woods, but. Well, it's mostly cornfields here. So I don't know, I think that person made it up or, and it's the only one from the area. There's no other reports from here. But I was just so confused as to why there'd be a Bigfoot in the cornfields here, but
2: Are are you able are you able to determine like the area? Like can you go actually see that area or do they not get that specific in the report? No, they did. So they, they
4: said the road and everything.
2: And did you, and did you actually,
4: it, yeah, did we you pass, go out there? We pass by it all the time. There is a nature reserve, I guess you'd call it there uh-huh. called Potato Creek, but it's really small, but.
2: But there's I mean, a, but there's a, there's a, there's a waterway though, right? Potato yes, Creek? The lake. Yeah, uh, okay. there's a
4: lake and a, and a creek and woods. So I guess. I mean, there. Yeah, there could be Sasquatch there, I suppose, because
2: that area—it
4: just seems out sound, of place.
2: That area sounds very squatchy to me.
4: It, I guess it could be, you yeah. oh. know.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm
4: not. I, I'm not going to go find out, but.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, I think the one thing that we have learned, Jason and I, and and the judge when he's with us, is that. It, it does not as long as there is a certain amount of of cover and land that they could it's not that they gotta be staying there but it's some place right. that they could as they pass through that they could hang out for a little bit, get some you know hide out, get some water, get some food, you know something like that I don't I, yeah. I don't think every place is a place that they necessarily Live or reside, yeah. I think, yeah, it's some... I mean,
4: we are very close to Michigan, which as soon as you cross from Indiana, Michigan, Michigan is all woods, and we're also near I know there's a lot of reports from southern and central Indiana, so we're kind of sandwiched in between Michigan and the bottom of Indiana. So, I it could be, it could be, yeah. but. You know, it's not, it's not too popular here, but, um, you know, I have my friend Eric and he's been a great, hunt. um, he, you know, he's been a hunter and spent time in Michigan in the woods everywhere. And, um, he's had a lot of people on his podcast that had encounters in Michigan, you know, very close to where I am. So that's been interesting and brings a little more perspective that you know they are real but for me just the main thing that got me you know brought me over is just listening to people's encounters and mm-hmm. because are all these people liars you know it's like you wouldn't say all these probably tens of thousands of people are all lying and yeah, you know incredible right. yeah. people. if a man has spent 40 years in a woods and he's a hunter, tracker, whatever. And he spent his whole life in the woods. And he says he saw a Sasquatch. He saw a Sasquatch. He has no reason to say that unless he saw it, you know, and he knows. I trust people who know the woods like that.
3: Exactly. Yep.
4: So that's what kind of made me realize, okay, you know, this is real because people are seeing it all the time. And all well, the stories and, are consistent.
2: And listening to your, you know, you guys' encounter and where you came from at, at the beginning of it and then how you took, like, at no time did you, while that stuff was happening, did you probably really think, oh, there's a Bigfoot out there.
4: No, it wasn't yeah, until we yeah. We've never had Bigfoot on the brain. And I think it does, maybe when you are, you know, a fan of Bigfoot, whatever, and you go into the woods. So the part of you is looking for something, you know. But we, and then your brain can interpret something as something it's not. So, us going in and having no concept of this and, you know, experiencing these things, it was, you know, it was a process.
2: Well, I, well, I hope, point. I hope, Joanna, that you guys are able to like go hiking and do some of the stuff that you guys enjoy again. I mean, yeah. and and I would advise you to go do it while you can still outrun the kids. Because if you do run into something, you know that's the that's the thing is you don't have to outrun Bigfoot. You just gonna outrun the next man. One person, so, right? One person, one, I right?
4: One person.
2: One person. Yeah. So, so if you're Well, you're, my
4: husband was willing to sacrifice himself, so I don't have to sacrifice
2: oh, okay. any of the
4: kids.
2: All right. He's just but showing off now. He's just showing he's off been. now. But that's, but that's nice.
4: I said, next time we go there we're gonna be armed. But I don't even know if that would make a difference. So but no, we will. Next summer we'll go up there and we're gonna start looking at land and you know, I think I just now that I've kind of come to terms with everything. You know, I feel like okay, it's time to go back and get back to doing what we love. And you know, this is a place we want to spend a lot of our lives. And so, you know, it's it's either get you know get over it or you know move on. So we will go back. We'll go back next summer, I'm sure. And um, but now I have so much more information. Yes. And understanding yeah. that, I, you know, now I know if we're hiking, if uh, Bigfoot's not going to come out and eat us all. You know, that's not how it works. And um, even if we did have another encounter, it probably would not result in anybody's death. So, you know, and really you should be more scared of the bear and the other predators in the woods that don't have reasoning and awareness. Yeah. So I think that, I think the fact that Sasquatch have that awareness and intelligence is a good thing for humans, but yeah, so we will go back.
3: Yep. I agree
0: with you. Joanna.
2: Yes. Well, yeah. well, Joanna, I fully, I'm kind of, ho- Jason, I'm kind of hoping that maybe next July I get this phone call and it's Joanna okay. and I'm like, hello. And she's whispering, Oh my God, it's, it's in the bushes, right? <laughs> you know? That would be awesome. Be fantastic. Oh, my gosh. Uh, be fantastic. Except I'd probably
4: pee my pants and pass out.
2: So. Hey, that's all right. Just we'll call. See. make sure you call me first. Make sure you... Yeah, I'll, do, I'll, we'll,
4: I'll shoot a text off.
2: Do we'll do right. an Instagram Live. We'll do an Instagram Live.
3: Perfect.
2: Uh, well, Joanna, yeah. hey, I, I am so glad that you... Gave us a chance, despite somebody telling, trying to tell the whole world that we sucked. I'm glad you gave us a chance and and checked us out. I should try. I am
4: too. I am too. Yeah, I
2: appreciate that.
4: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no, I really like you guys, and you know, I even go back and listen to older episodes when I have, you know. Nothing new to listen to. That I'll just go back and listen to the old one. I was listening to you guys right before I came home, one of your older episodes. So, I when
2: we hearing. were a lot, when we were a lot less sophisticated and uh...
4: right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a, a hunter. I think a hunter in Georgia, maybe, who had multiple encounters.
2: Oh, it was a oh, really yes. good episode. Yes, yes, old happy, old happy here. Or he, he,
4: yeah, happy where he he yep. pee himself and passed out. Actually did That's, it.
2: Yep. Yeah, yeah. They're actually um um a- he and a he and a guy from a couple episodes ago, Johnny Two Bears, are actually going back to that property where he had his encounter in.
4: Yeah, but I started listening to their podcast like last week.
2: Yeah. Um,
4: yep.
2: Yeah. Of John. Yeah. yeah. I like. They're going back to that property. They sent me a text. They're going back to that property in, oh, cool. in January, and they're very excited. And they've invited Jason and I down. And unfortunately, Jason and I were just really busy and uh, a lot smarter than that. Um, but they're going back. <laughs> I to don't that. know we'll if I'm that
3: much it. smarter. I want to go, but I <laughs> know. But uh, <laughs> being yeah, busy—that's the—that's the problem. They're going back. Yeah, those to, guys uh,
4: are really out there.
2: Oh yeah. yeah. Yes. That's. I mean, you know,
4: they're out. Uh, in the woods and i know Mm -hmm. they're brave
2: yes and i i don't i think a lot of people underestimate how wild a lot of america is yeah um i know i did yeah i had had
4: had no idea and my friend eric like he's like there's however million acres of you know woods in this country and i'm like oh i didn't even our you world know, it's hard so to, small
2: to us, you know. Mm-hmm. Hard to wrap your mind around. But uh Right. But but Joanna, I hey, I like I said, I'm glad you you checked this out. I'm glad you spent New Year's Eve with me and Jason. Um it's you the know, I like to think there'd be worse ways to spend New Year's Eve than <laughs> with me and Jason. But I'm you know, I don't know, maybe not. But uh uh th- I thank you so much and everybody out there listening um i hope you enjoyed joanna as much as we did and i hope that uh, everybody has a safe uh, new year's eve and is excited about 2022 and as, as we are and that's a very happy and fruitful new year yes very well said so so thank you joanna and
4: thank you and, guys
2: and i'm looking forward to you guys going back and 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 something happening and turning into another episode
4: that just, would
2: to, be... just remember, Good we're always you. we're always looking for content. Just remember that. Yeah. So if you have to, real. Okay. <laughs> so. I'll, I'll dig
4: something up for you.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: All right. Well, thank you All so right. much, Joanna. Thank you, Don't Joanna. Thanks, you appreciate
3: guys. you coming on. Thank you. Thanks. Take
2: care.
0: Bye.
2: Bye.
3: Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the From the Shadows podcast. Until next time, never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out.